This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourself. This comes from Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Is your behavior centered around you? Are you always trying to do something for yourself, even if that means neglecting your wife? Our behavior says a lot about who and what our priorities are in our life. If we have a selfish attitude, it's easy for others to see it, but it may not be as easy for us to see it ourselves. The good news is there is a way forward, and over the next few episodes, we're going to unpack how you can become a more selfless husband instead of a selfish husband. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Husband Coaches Corner, the podcast designed to teach husbands how to love their wife each and every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, and welcome back to another episode. So welcome back to the podcast. And as you heard, we are talking about becoming a less selfish husband and a more selfless husband, which is more desirable. And our wives will be very, very thankful for it. Now, you may have heard the term egocentric, and this is really just a big fancy word of saying self-centered or focusing on yourself more than you focus on anyone else. It's all about you, me, 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 uh, I, I, I. If you have a lot of those statements, then maybe you struggle with a level of egocentricity, if that is the right way of saying that. Um, the truth is, most of us, we have a selfish attitude about us in some regard, and we don't mean it in a, in a negative way, but it can impede on our relationship and our marriage. So that's why it's important for us to become self-aware of where we can grow in being selfless towards our wife and maybe remove some of that selfish attitude. This is going to look different in every marriage, like everything always does. So please don't take this as one of those things where you're like, hey, I have to be more selfless. If you are very selfless, then maybe just a little bit more. But if you fall into the category of extremely selfish and you know it, um, I, I don't think too many people are confused on if they're selfish or not, but maybe they're falling into the category of being too stubborn, which is one of the areas that uh, we will discuss in a future episode. So uh, there was an experiment done on a child. And this experiment showed the kid a teddy bear and it had the eyes and the face facing towards the child. And the doctor or the person that was running the experiment said, hey, what do you see? And so describe to me what you see. And at the moment, the child was looking at the bear and started describing eyes and nose and mouth, you know, which is to be expected. It makes perfect sense. Then the doctor or the person conducting the experiment asked the kid, hey, what do I see? 
And the kid said the eyes, the nose, the mouth, you know, the exact same thing that the kid was seeing. And this just goes to show that we have a blind spot when it comes to seeing things from other perspectives. And the truth is the person that's standing behind the bear is looking at the back of the bear's head and they're seeing the back of the the bear, right? So the perspective is different. And this is why it's so important for us to get this uh, external view of ourselves. So for the next couple episodes, what I need you to do in order to get the most out of these drills and, and exercises is you have to step outside of yourself and observe yourself uh, as a third person. Don't get upset. Don't get happy. Right. Just be extremely neutral and allow yourself to really uh, assess where you are. And that's OK. If, if you identify that there's a lot of work to do, don't be discouraged. I promise you, you're going to be able to make it through. Uh, the, the good news is that you're identifying that there's work that needs to be done. If you come out of this and you say, nope, I don't need to do anything, then that's where we may run into some issues. So let's go ahead and take a look at this. All right. Now, um, there's four things that we are going to unpack in, in future episodes to help us become more selfless in our marriage. The first one is immaturity, which is what we're covering today. And that is not fully developing a clear relationship or the the way that you want to uh, act and treat your wife in the relationship. And then there's time choices, which will be the next episode. Uh, this is really centered around what you spend your time doing really shows your priority. Uh, so that's important. And we'll unpack that. The next one is going to be insensitivity. Now, this one gets a little touchy filly, but do you fully understand the needs of your wife? And, you know, don't try and answer that right now. We'll we'll get through that uh, when we get to that episode. And then the last one is going to be how stubborn are you like your stubbornness? How well do you take criticism from your wife? I think we can all relate to when our wife gives us criticism. Sometimes it's easier for us to just be like, oh, I got to listen to you. Or And it's even worse when the criticism is right. Um, like if it's like real criticism or constructive criticism, that's going to make us better. And we know that we're wrong and she's right. Those are always the worst. But uh, that will be in episode number four of this series. So immaturity, that's what we're talking about today. When we talk about immaturity, I'm not talking about your age. Uh, this really doesn't have anything to do with how long you've been married. You know, like the good news is if you are listening to this episode and you are engaged, you're not married you can go into your marriage with a level of maturity that is developed in a way that you can be selfless towards loving your wife. And this is just going to help you uh, build deeper connection with your wife. And, you know, ultimately, it's going to give you an avenue of showing love to your wife every single day. All right. So immaturity has nothing to do with your age. In fact, it's really everything to do with the way that you treat your wife. All right. So how do you know if you are immature? And 
What are the key indicators of immaturity in your marriage? Well, there's three things, all right? The first one, uh, do you care more about receiving things from your spouse than seeking to give her things, all right? Are you focused on getting something, but you're not giving anything in return, all right? That's the first one. The second one, you're impatient with your wife's flaws. Now, for the married person who, you know, the, the husband that's been married for years and you're like, oh yeah, I can just pinpoint those things, right? Uh, that's rhetorical. Keep that to yourself, but really focus in on why is it that you're impatient on that, right? You know, the thing that your wife does and you just lose your patience over. I know the things that my wife does that I lose my patience, uh, myself and, You know, those are things or areas that I need to grow in my own immaturity. So, you know, just take that for what it's worth uh, and and don't get too upset. Again, we're looking at this from a third person view. So take some time, reflect on that. And then the last one. How often do you outburst in anger instead of responding gently and appropriately? Now, this goes along with the last one of the impatience with your wife's flaw. But how often do you just like blurt out in frustration and you yell? All right. Now, if you are uh, a repeat offender of yelling at your wife and uh, really causing her to be on edge, then this is something that you really, really want to take some time and figure out what's causing you to be so angry. Uh, now, it's okay if it happens from time to time, right? We lose our temper. We're, we're people. We're not robots. And I don't want to try and uh, portray the fact that we have to be some sort of perfectionist in our marriage because that's not, that's not real. It's not obtainable. It's not achievable. All right. You're going to yell at your wife from time to time. And this is not me condoning it. And I want to be very clear. We should not yell at our wives ever. All right. The goal is to not yell at our wives ever. That is the standard. However, we miss that mark, right? We're sinful creatures. um, And sometimes our emotions, our feelings our frustration, it gets the better of us and we end up doing stuff that we don't mean to do. And that's where we have to go back and make amends. That's a whole nother episode. But if you're doing this often, like if that is your communication method to your wife, then you probably have a level of immaturity. Uh, And I would even question if you respect your wife, right? Let that sink in. If you have to yell at your wife all the time because she's not getting something or not doing something, whatever it is, uh, you probably have a level of disrespect for your wife that needs to be dealt with. And you really need to uh, take some time to unpack that and and sit with that um, and figure out what it is that is making you so frustrated with your wife. Uh, that you would always have to yell. All right. So those are the three signs. The first one, do you care more about receiving than giving to your wife? Uh, Are you impatient with your wife's walls and are you yelling at her? All right. 
So those are the three signs that you may have some immaturity issues in your marriage that need some work. But the good news is there's a way forward and let's go ahead and dive into those. So uh, to overcome immaturity, the first fact or the first thing is you have to accept the fact that you are immature. All right. If you are trying to tell yourself, no, I'm not immature. I'm right. She's wrong. Uh, or I don't have to change. She needs to change. Look, those are also signs that you're probably immature, but those are also signs of your denial of your own immaturity. All right. We can't change our wives. I've said this many times. We can only change ourselves and really show our wives love. And in return, they will transform to be more loving wives towards us, all right, if they're not already. And if they are already, then they become even more loving wives towards us. So here's how we uh, we overcome immaturity, all right? The first one, this is going to get you. Ask your wife questions and learn how you can be a servant to her, all right? Ask your wife questions. Questions are phenomenal. I read a book or I guess I listened to an audio book by John Maxwell. Uh, great leaders ask great questions or good leaders ask great questions, something along that line. And the whole premise of the book is when you think you know the answer, you're probably already wrong. So ask questions to gain information to confirm whatever your answer is or whatever you suspect the answer to be. Uh, because you'll find out more information that way when you ask questions. And the specific question that you want to ask your wife is, how can I serve you? What is it that I can do that would just bring you joy? I talk about serving my wife uh, on other episodes, and that is one of the best ways that I learn how to treat my wife with respect and, and love. Because if I find a way to serve her, I'm not looking to receive anything, right? Now, in return, my wife asked me the same question. How can I be of service to you? How can I serve you? And I don't mean this in like some submissive, uh, like demeaning type of way. This is actually a level of submission that is beneficial for the marriage. And it happens on both ends, right? We submit to our wives, our wives submit to us in a way that we are loving each other and serving one another. And that's how we can truly get things done better. Like that goes so much deeper than what we're going to be able to get into for today's episode. But just keep that in mind. Ask the question, how can I serve you? How can I serve you, honey? All right. Uh, and the second thing is embrace your wife's flaws. Yeah. Embrace them guys. Your wife has them and they, she may grow out of them. She may keep them forever. All right. Embrace it. Whatever they are, embrace it. Now I, I do want to give a disclaimer that if her flaws are abusive towards you, then those are not things that should be embraced. Uh, those should be uh, discussed and, you know, appropriately addressed. But if your wife, maybe she sings in the shower and that just annoys you to no end. Like 
in the grand scheme of life, that's probably not the worst thing that could happen. All right. Embrace it. It's okay. She sings in the shower. Who cares? All right. Let it go. Um, embrace your wife's flaws. It, it, it is okay for your wife to have flaws. All right. Just as I said that we as husbands, we're not going to be perfect. We're not robots. Guess what? Our wives aren't robots. They're not perfect either. They're going to do things that are going to get under our skin. And those things may irk us a little bit, right? But we should say, you know what? Okay, this is a part of my wife. Now, if it's something that you guys can talk about, and maybe she doesn't even realize that it bothers you, that's even better, right? Because if she doesn't realize that something bothers you and you have an opportunity to share with her like, hey, you know, when you do this, it really bothers me. You're going to gain so much more out of that conversation than you think. So take some time to talk with your wife and understand what it is that she's doing or why she does what she does. And that's what I mean by embracing the flaw. All right. You're not going to be perfect at it. But you can say, hey, you know, when you do this, here's how it makes me feel uh, or here's how I respond or here's how I perceive it. And then you can go down the line, have that conversation and probably develop something out of that that is meaningful and that will take you and your wife to the next level in your relationship. And you two will grow in love that much more. All right. And you're also on the path of being less selfish or selfish and on the path of being more selfless. All right. So embrace your wife's flaws. Just just do it. It's OK. You're not going to you're not going to disintegrate. All right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And the next one is keep your temper in check. All right. Now, this goes along with the whole how often are you yelling? Obviously, we got to keep our temper in check. And you're probably like, Chris, man, that's easier said than done. And I'm here. I'm with you. You're right. It is easier said than done. But you still got to do it. You still got to keep your temper in check. All right. And this is how you develop your maturity level, because you don't want to be the guy that's treating your wife like uh, like trash. All right. I'll just say it like, let's just be adults here. You don't want to be that guy. All right. And if you are that guy and you listen to this podcast, then I'm sorry, you're in the wrong place. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, you want to treat your wife like the queen that she is period. And if that's the, the end goal of loving your wife every day, then you got to keep your temper in check. And, you know, you can go back to my very first episode on how to deal with conflict, uh, which I will be updating here because I have more information on how husbands can deal with conflict. But if you are constantly getting upset because you're not doing step number two, which is embracing your wife's flaw, well, you're going to get your temper 
like riled up. Maybe you need to learn some conflict management and you identify that this is probably a you problem, right? And this is why it's important to take this uh, third person view of yourself where you ask these questions and you honestly answer them without any emotion attached to it. When you do that, it gives you the opportunity to say, okay, you know what? I do need, I I do have a, a temper problem. All right. Now, what do I mean by keep your temper in check? Uh, what are the practical methods of doing that? Well, when you feel yourself getting angry, take a deep breath. All right. I know that sounds cliche, but it works. Take a deep breath and then reframe whatever the situation is. All right. One of my best techniques of keeping my temper in check or just my attitude in general, right? If I feel that I'm going down a negative path in my attitude, then I reframe the situation in front of me. Here's an example. If my wife spends more money on something than I would like her to have spent, the way that I reframe the situation is, okay, that happened. How can I keep this from happening in the future? You see, I went from letting the the problem trigger my frustration. And instead, I accepted the problem or I accepted the situation. And then I reframed it as an opportunity to correct maybe the way that we uh, budget or finance things. Okay. It takes some work because, you know, our, our temper and our emotions, they get the better end of us. And yes, men, we have emotions, uh, even though our wives like to think that we, we don't, we do. Um, but they do get the, the better of us sometimes. And that's why we have to practice reframing whatever the circumstance is in front of us. So that way we can approach that differently because now I'm not seeing my wife as the, the, the problem, right? What I'm seeing is more so the situation as the problem because I love my wife and I always want to see her with the best eyes that I possibly can. All right. Uh, physically and metaphorically. I don't want to be blind. I love my wife. She's beautiful. All right. I want to keep looking at her. Uh, but metaphorically, I want to see my wife with the best eyes that I possibly can. And that only comes through a level of maturity. All right. And the way that you gain more maturity is by first asking your wife how you can serve her. Go and do that. Second, embracing her flaws. And finally, keeping my temper in check. I don't need to go off at the hip and get unhinged on her over circumstances that really don't affect anything. All right. So by working on those three things, you're going to develop your maturity. And this isn't an overnight fix. All right. Uh, Let me give some very clear expectations. You're not going to fix this overnight. Doesn't happen that way. That's just not how how it works. All right. However, as you start to intentionally apply all of these things to your walk in your marriage, you're going to start to see that development. Uh, your, your marriage is going to grow. Okay. And don't rush it. 
Let it take its time because that's how we are present in the moment and we experience our wife in a way that is enriching to our marriage and to our relationship overall. All right. Now, in between the next couple of episodes, uh, what I want you to do is head over to marriagedrills.com, sign up for the newsletter if you haven't already. Um, and then also, if you're looking for one-on-one coaching or if you just want a few drills, things that you can kind of practice right now, then go check out marriagedrills.com. The link is in the description box below. Uh, and, you know, sign up for the newsletter. Like I said, check out the drills that are available. I'll be adding more drills over time. Uh, and then you can just practice those. It's free to use for you. But if you're looking to go deeper and you want one-on-one coaching, well, then you're going to want to sign up on the website and we'll sit down and we'll figure out what's going on in your marriage and how I can help you become a more loving husband. And I don't judge. I don't talk to anyone else about uh, your specific relationship goals or your challenges. Uh, My goal is to help coach you to being a better husband as best as I can. All right. So if that's something you're interested in, go to marriagedrills.com and sign up. And until the next time, I want you guys to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace. Thank you.